Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. The Mindful Project helps you elevate the culture of your business by bringing mindfulness practice to you and your staff through in-person and virtual learning. Contact us through our website, themindfulproject.co, for more information. Hey friends, welcome back to Mindful Talk. Misty and I are here together today to talk about something that's really relevant to us this week, this month, um, and that is the topic of rest and what it means to rest. Do we rest enough? And are we resting in a way that's truly allowing our body to recover or are we just numbing out? Those are two very different things, aren't they? I love that you said rest, like with a question mark, because that's, you're absolutely right. It's like one more thing to think, am I doing this right? (laughs) And it seems so easy. Um, I really believe that, I mean, obviously like a lot of we've discussed before kind of comes from your upbringing and your childhood and was your home busy and, you know, things like that. Did, did the person that you watched the most sit and rest, right? That was not the case in my house. My grandmother did it all. My mom did it all. And I never saw them sit down. And so up until three years ago, maybe I was exactly the same way. And rest seemed like just this privilege. A nap was like icing on the cake. If like all was done and I don't know, I just started peeling back and getting older and becoming more tired and I've given in a lot. And now I don't look at rest. It's still very challenging. So that's why we're here today is because Lauren and I struggle with this, like all of you. Um, But I do not feel that it's suddenly this luxury anymore. Now I view it as a, if I don't do this, the ship is sinking (laughs) real quick, right? Definitely. Definitely. And I think what you said about getting a little bit older is also really key because Each decade, our energy levels change, our sleep patterns change, our body changes, even what we need as far as food and nourishment and movement. And so part of it is that you just can't fight the evolution of time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when you're younger, you can burn it at both ends. I mean, I used to stay up all night and go ace um, an economics test. I mean, that would not happen today. (laughs) So I think it's so smart to listen to our bodies within each season and each year and each decade. Um, You know, this topic came about Misty and I will often talk about topics for the podcast. And sometimes we have part, we usually have most of a season planned out and then we sprinkle in like, but what's going on for you right now? What's going on today? And I was sharing with her last week that I had the conversation a few times of, do I know what it means to really rest? And I, for whatever reason, I mean, I'm not any more stressed out than the average American, but my body was 
almost revolting against me as if it was like, just stop for a couple of days. You're not hearing me self. My body was like, please just tone it down. And, and I don't think anything about my life right now is extremely stressed. I don't think I'm doing more than anybody else. And so, but all you can do is listen to that. I mean, it was to the point where I was going out in public and feeling like my skin was on inside out. Like I couldn't handle people noise. Like even people I knew were like getting under my skin, but not because of them. It was because of me. And it was very strange. And so I thought, okay, what do I know I need to take out when my body is overwhelmed? caffeine. I'm not talking about the morning cup. I'm talking about the afternoon cup. So instead of jolting my cortisol in the afternoon, I cut out caffeine and instead did a 20 minute yoga restorative yoga posture four days in a row in the evening, instead of watching Netflix and reading my Kindle both, both of which have blue light to activate the brain. I read a book. Um, I got outside, got some sunshine and then I shared this with Misty. This is like really radical. I was in my car ready to go to Orange Theory, which if you've never been, is just a really high intensity workout with really loud music. And my body was like, please don't, please don't go to Orange Theory today. And I hate wasting packages and classes at gyms and yoga studios. And I listened and I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to flood you with more cortisol when you're barely hanging on. And you guys, after like four days, it was like somebody turned down the electricity inside and grounded whatever was going on. And I feel back to normal. That's so amazing. And I hope people are listening because that, that's all very simple, doable things. You got to put in the work, right? It's a Xanax is a lot easier, um, but doing that, you've like recalibrated and got your everything back to normal. I think that's so great. I'm really proud of you too, because I'm, I'm really frugal and I too would have been like, you paid for it, get your butt in there, you know? And I think this is just another time of self-compassion where you have to say like, what would Misty say to me? Misty would say, Lauren, if your body's telling you that ding dong, don't go in. (laughs) Right. And it's so many times we're just so hard on ourselves and we push ourselves to do that thing, even when we know that rest is best. And so I encourage everyone right now, because I'm leaning into the whole like movement of rest is best. And I feel like people are turning that way and I'm leaning into it. Like I'm, I want my girls to see a mom that takes care of herself and puts rest for her and her family as an important thing. So they will turn around and do that for their kids and know that like, it's okay if there's dishes in the dishwasher or whatever. Definitely. Yeah. You have to model that for yourself, for your kids, for your husband, even, you know what I mean? And it's hard when some of the activities, like it's hard enough to get to the gym, you know, and the gym is healthy for the most part. And it's hard when there's an activity that's actually part of your health plan that, you know, you have to let go of for a little while. You know what I mean? Um, Cause none of what I removed was bad stuff. I mean, afternoon coffee, like whatever. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, you know, except right? it was for me. Um, 
And so sometimes even the things that you have in your plan of staying healthy need to be set aside. And I, for me, that was a big learning. Like I just assume no matter what I get my butt to the gym, but on the days when my body is already depleted, that's actually going to deplete it more. And you know, this sometimes getting to the gym or getting to your workout gives you energy, but you have to know for you on the day, is this going to give me energy or is this going to deplete my already taxed reserves? It's a hard, it's a hard decision sometimes. So I'm currently in this, I'm in the thick of it. So I've struggled with tendonitis in my feet and my ankles for a really long time, have really high arches. And so therefore they're just really tight and together. And, um, I've, because I've been to physical therapy and, you know, taking care of it, I usually am pretty good of able to keep it at bay. Um, we moved like a month ago and I moved in Ugg boots, which was totally dumb of me. And, um, it just flared it up. And so I was like, okay, I know what to do. I can calm it down Mm -mm. this time. It's like, it's tendonitis is one of those things. Like it starts really small and you're like, is something there? And then like every day, like something, it kind of moves around the back of your foot or up your ankle. So I'm currently in that situation. Right. So I know all the things and I know rest is best because I've been down this road before. But on the flip side of that, I also get up every single morning and I walk because right now with everything, because I have a hip injury, um, everything that's going on with that, that's what I'm limited to. So I'm like way at the bottom of this very limited circle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I pluck out the walk, like what's it going to do to me? And so then I was like, okay, think about this. Why don't we just listen to our body? When we get up in the morning, we will assess it and not be so rigid about our routine. This is like literally me having this talk with myself. And I've had to have myself this talk like the last three days because it's really bothering me. Um, And when I put it up and elevate it more and I ice it and just kind of stay that way for a few hours, even I tell a huge difference. And so when I got up this morning, um, I felt really good and I can, it's crazy. And anybody that deals with this will know when you step out of bed, <clears throat> you literally know if it's going to be like how it's going to be. Cause when you put your weight down on your feet this morning, I felt great. And I was like, Oh good. I can go walk. So I went and walked, but yesterday woke up and I was like, oh, okay, we're staying home. Okay. We're staying home. What shall we do instead? And I did a a yoga with Lauren class instead. So, you know, it's, it's hard. Like it's really hard to make yourself rest and injuries are like a whole other level of making you feel because you deal with the mental aspect of like, how long is this going to last? You know, like, okay, I can do this for a few days. Um, So I'm just trying to be nice to myself. I'm trying to take it one day at a time, trying to listen to my body and know that if I were to go to the doctor, the doctor would tell me to ice it, take ibuprofen and keep off of it. Right. So I think that's so key. What you said about checking in every day, because sometimes we're, we use something going on like that as the excuse to just quit something. Yes. But we know this, our body is different every single day. Our mental clarity is different. 
our energy levels, how our body feels. And I think meeting it where it is in the moment is the skilled way of approaching this. You know what I mean? Like yesterday morning I woke up and I thought, oh, okay. I think my hard workout is actually appropriate today. I'm going to go do that. And it was great. And then because I realized intellectually, I might be over the burnout physically. I might not be. I also did my 20 minutes of a restorative yoga posture yesterday afternoon, instead of the coffee, I'm still going to do that for now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tailoring to what you need every day and listening to that. And I don't have to tell you this. It is so hard for people to rest, especially people that work out a lot that are athletes. I mean, resting and not staying on the plan is like crazy talk, you know, but if we don't listen to that, we're going to pay for it later. Funny, Misty and I actually have the same hip injury with slightly different details. And that's part of what I have to listen to also. Like, does my hip want me to go do that today? And sometimes the answer is no. And if I don't listen to that, there's going to be some surgery down the road. Yep. That's, I tell my husband, I'm like, it's like a tiny little person down there in my hip. And it tells me, no, we're not doing that. Or yes, we can do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's, it's just really rest is like I said, I, I believe that most of us grew up in a culture of go, go achieve, achieve successes, how fast you're going and rest is just like, Oh, that's what you do at the spa or when you get your nails done. And I think we're evolving out of it, which is great. Um, my grandmother has told me, I love that you rest. Like, and I think it's her looking back and being like, gosh, darn it. I wish I would have rested. So when you're feeling that go, 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 if you're feeling responses from your body and maybe it's not even your body, sometimes it's just my mind. Like my body feels fine, but my mind's like, uh, hello, do you know how many things you have to do today? And then you also set this up for tomorrow. Like maybe we want to back off of that. You know, if you start hearing that, you need to start listening to it. That's your body talking to you and telling you both physically and mentally that you need rest. And if your body was like dehydrated and shriveling up and looking weird, you would drink water, right? So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I'm, I've got to start looking at that myself all the time. Like it's just another piece of taking care of myself, like a yeah. bath. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, I think we're designed to do a lot. We can do a lot as humans. We can handle a lot. And I don't think the word balance is all that realistic. I mean, sometimes yes, but sometimes I think the word balance was created by the wellness industry to get you to spend more money. (laughs) I agree. But, but, and it doesn't mean that you're going to be resting every single day, right? If you can build that in awesome. But I think it's important to know that whatever pace you're going at, you'll hit a level, you'll hit a wall where your body's going to say, you know what, we need to pull back and recalibrate for a couple days. And then you can go along your merry way and do your thing. Um, but I think it's important to know the things that help you reset because that, that deep chronic fatigue and burnout and overwhelm is in the nervous system. And so to me, I look at, okay, what are the few easy things I can remove that are amping me up and the obvious ones, social media, right? I'm not saying don't get on social media, but when you're lying down to rest, do you really need to be scrolling Instagram? There's so much that that's doing to your brain and nervous system, right? Scroll less, 
I think about removing alcohol and extra caffeine. I'm not saying give up your morning coffee, right? It doesn't need to be that, but do you need the third cup? Do you need the 2 PM cup? I think about removing uh, sugar and like white food, you know, and just really our body is always trying to come back to homeostasis. It's always trying to come back to balance. So I think about deep rest as creating the conditions to allow our body to do its job that it was made to do, which is come back to homeostasis. So what are the things getting in the way of that process? And then also what can I add in to support my body's homeostasis? I love that because that's just basic science and that's how it works. And you're yeah. absolutely right. I, um, the alcohol thing, man, <clears throat> cause we've done an episode I don't know. How long has that been, Lauren? Gosh, I feel like a long time ago. So Lauren and I kind of like secretly eliminated alcohol and then kind of just like had it for like a girl's weekend. And we both kind of stuck and that's just how it is. And I don't really drink at all <laughs> anymore, which is crazy. Um, my sleep is gosh, it, it's night and day different. It's night and day different. I don't wake up thirsty. Um, I always woke up thirsty before, um, and that disrupts your sleep and your rest. And um, I didn't feel, of course, gross when I woke up, but my sleep was just all night, and it's just changed so much. And when I do drink, because I still do, like if I'm with friends or doing something social, golly Moses, <laughs> my sleep is so interrupted. I am reminded why I don't drink more. If you want to do something really disturbing, I've been wearing this aura ring for like two or three years now. It's spelled O-U-R-A and it tracks everything about your health stats. Ooh. If you want to know something super disturbing, have a couple drinks and you wear it at night, check your aura app in the morning and see what alcohol did to your recovery, your body, your respiratory rate, your heart rate. It is shocking. I have no other words to describe it other than the app, you wake up and the app is like, um, are you okay? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is so Gosh, bad. It's really cool. Uh-huh. Well, and, yeah, and how many of us do that? We think, oh, I've had a long day. I'm going to have some wine. It'll make me tired. I'll sleep better. And I mean, if you're not a huge drinker, I think that probably would be the case. But if you're drinking all the time, you know, every night right. and having a glass or two of wine, it's going to disrupt your sleep. It is. And again, like not to say, don't have your drinks. I mean, if it's yeah. part of your life, do it. But if you're in recovery mode, mm -hmm. that your health statistics will show your body is absolutely not recovering at night if you're having drinks. And so for your four or five days of like, I'm resetting my nervous system, you got to cut out the alcohol if you're for real about it. Yeah. It's, it's so impactful. It makes a huge difference over your rest and how you feel and your mental clarity. Mm -hmm. I can't encourage it enough. And you don't, I mean, neither of us were alcoholics. Neither of us had a problem. We just didn't like the aftermath. Um, and mine was a lot to do with sleep. Um, I felt like I was up all the time and I really wasn't ever sleeping. So then I was really tired, tired during the day. Then I was really grumpy. And then that's a whole other issue. So I say that if there's one thing that you can pluck, if you're, you know, like she said, going to try something like a four or five day, just to reset man, the alcohol, I think you'll notice a big difference mm -hmm. with that. You know, the other thing I noticed when I was really working deep rest was, 
you know, you don't have to shut out your social life or not see people, but I noticed there was a difference between people in my life who wanted to fix me and kept asking what was wrong and like trying to dig and look for something that wasn't there. And then people in my life who could just hold space for me to feel like crap and just be with me in that ebb that I was in and, and not try to fix me. And when I was in that state, I didn't need to be dug into and fixed and analyzed. I just needed to be seen in my low period. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And it was very stressful to want to be fixed. It was very stressful and it made it worse. Yeah. And then the friends who could just be around me and be like, oh yeah, so you're low. You feel like crap. All right. Me too. Let's have lunch. Yeah. You know, that was actually very uplifting for me to be seen in that and loved in that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's part of why I do this podcast. It makes me feel better to know that there are people that go through the exact same things we do. Like there are so many people out there right now that struggle to rest and struggle to put themselves in a position to rest, or some people don't think that they should even rest. Right. So, I mean, it's, and I think it's, It's definitely a chronic problem that I think everybody deals with, but I do think that right now we have a tremendous amount of power to reset the narrative and to move it to a culture of, you know, we take care of ourselves. It's that simple. And rest is included in that. It's not a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal. Um, If you'd like to, you know, I love, I love that some companies are like having like little nap pods in there. Oh my gosh. If I ever go back to like that world, that is my jam. Yeah. If you're a company that has a nap pod, I bet you're a pretty cool company. (laughs) One last thing I did that was just um, divine timing. I already had an acupuncture appointment scheduled last week, so I didn't have to seek out scheduling it. It was already on my calendar for months before, but I think that really helped. And so if you're someone who gets acupuncture every quarter, every month, I get it every quarter about, it's about what I can afford right now. And she did something where she put the needles along my spine on my back, really with the intention of, she called it resetting my nervous system. And I think that along with kind of flushing my body with water was huge. So if that's in your budget, if you have a acupuncture therapist, Um, I can't recommend that enough. I think it was a big part of it. I love that. If you don't have any money and you can't do that, you can do what I do. And I literally put an alarm in my phone at at alert that tells me sit down and rest. Like sometimes that's literally what it says. Um, and it seems silly, but it's almost like time blocking in a way. Mm -hmm. And it, reminds what it reminds me to do, obviously to sit down, but it reminds me like, oh yeah, take care of yourself. You're important too, Misty. And every single time it happens more and more, I feel like I don't need the alert. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Your body is craving it now. Yeah. You know, I think the last thing we can suggest maybe is restorative yoga. Yes. Restorative yoga is something that a lot of people don't get. (sighs) I did not get it for so long. And then I had a moment where my body finally got it. Um, restorative yoga is awake rest. You get set up in a posture with a bunch of props. Since I teach online, it's usually people at home surrounded by pillows and blankets on the floor. You wear something over your eyes and then you're in a supported posture for about 20, 25 minutes. You might doze off, but you might not. And I won't get into the science behind it here because we don't have time, but 25 minutes in a restorative posture 
is life changing. And especially if you're like a high functioning individual, kind of type a super on the go organized. I know it seems weird to stop and rest at any point for that long, but it will give you even more clarity and even more energy and the ability to, to be even better at what you do because you're rested. I cannot endorse what she said enough. First of all, restorative yoga is how I even began my journey into yoga. Um, I I, yeah, I was not at all interested in yoga, but I was going crazy. And one of my friends was like, you should go to a restorative class, go to soul space. And um, I went to soul space and I walked out crying and was like, that's yoga. Like I thought yoga was like warrior two. Um, it's so incredible for your nervous system and your body. I hit a huge reset that day, which ultimately spurred me to where I am today. So, I mean, that's how powerful restorative yoga is, um, because it just, it opened up parts of me that I didn't even know I had. And so I practice it I practice it daily. Um, I, when I was talking about my alarm going off, I didn't know if we were going to talk about this, so I didn't want to go down the bunny trail, but it's prompting me to do yoga nidra and which is, you know, very much in a restorative pose. Um, it's just how your mind kind of goes to sleep and sometimes you sleep and sometimes you don't, it's like a wake consciousness. I, I don't, I really don't understand all of it. I just love it. Um, and I go to sleep with it at night. And then I have one that I love in the middle of the day. That's like, it's called a power nap and it's 15 minutes. And she kind of guides you through. And when I get done, I, I, I call it, I have two days. There's my morning day and there's my afternoon day because that middle is a complete reset. It's usually around two that I try to do it. Doesn't take, I mean, I've done it weird places like my car, stuff like that. So if you're interested, go on insight timer, there's a ton on there. Um, that's what I use and you'll find your faves and you can, you know, hard them and use them again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if anyone listening is already a member of my membership, I have restorative yoga and yoga nidra on there. So oh, if you're already there, so join it. <laughs> Insight Timer is an awesome resource. And if we have not convinced you yet to invite in more rest, I will close with the absolute fact that rest is anti-aging. It's one of my favorite parts. I need that. (laughs) I need that. I love that. That's so good because you know what? Some of us can't afford Botox. That's right. So you can get your rest. Get your restorative yoga on or your yoga ninja or cut out your afternoon coffee. All of that will will anti-age you. (laughs) Thank you, Lauren. I feel so inspired. I do. I do. It's very helpful and a good reminder for all of us because, um, we just stack a lot of crap in our day. Sometimes that can needs to come out every once in a while. So thanks for sharing and thanks everybody for listening. We will be back next week. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast, and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.